0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's word every day, even for at least a short period of time, well, it helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives, upon our soul's salvation. So this is an important time for us every day. We're thankful you're there, and we're thankful we can be here with you. Now, we always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can think of. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody go to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but also for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, wherein I'm asking the question, have you got a weight problem? Yeah, as I said, I'm not talking about about, about being physically overweight. That's that kind of weight is spelled W-E-I-G-H-T. I'm talking about have you got a weight problem, W A I T, where you keep procrastinating about coming to God through Jesus Christ, about getting your spiritual life and thereby your entire life straightened out. Are you waiting? Do you keep putting off doing what you know you need to do? Do you, do you know you need to start getting into God's word? Do you, you need to start being at church services with the church every time they meet? Do you know you need to start thinking about how do I need to obey the gospel of Christ? I need to repent of my sins. I need to confess my faith in Jesus. I need to be baptized so the blood that he shed on the cross can cleanse me of the guilt of my sins. I know that. I know that I need to take those steps. I need to make that commitment, but I, 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 I keep putting it off. That's a different kind of weight problem, isn't it? Is that where you're at? Well, we talked about Felix, a Roman governor who had the apostle Paul under his custody in prison. We talked about how Felix had heard about Christianity. He wanted to know more about it. And so while Paul was a prisoner under his charge again, he called for Paul and he brought his own wife in, Drusilla, and he and his wife listened to Paul teach principles of Christianity. Specifically, the text tells us that Paul was teaching on that first occasion about righteousness and self-control and judgment to come. And he struck a chord with Felix because the text says Felix was afraid. Another translation says he trembled. And then he told Paul, go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. Well, he kept sending for Paul, listening to him. They had conversation after conversation. I'm sure we would call that, to a great extent, Bible studies today. But ultimately, we never read any text of Scripture anywhere in the rest of the New Testament where Felix came to the point where he made up his mind to quit waiting, to put his weight problem aside and become a Christian. And that's sad. That's sad. But as I've emphasized, a whole lot of people are in that position right now. They know what they need to do. They know they need to change their life. They know they need to to start coming to church services. They need to get into God's Word. They need to become obedient to the teachings of God's Word. But they keep procrastinating, and that's habitual putting off what you know you need to do. And in some cases, you never get around to doing it. Well, is that where you're at in your spiritual life? Do you know you need to make a change, a fundamental change in the way you're living, but you keep putting it off? You keep telling yourself and others around you, I I, I know, I know, I, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to, yeah, uh, in, in a little while. Or you know, when I get some things straightened out, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my life. I'm gonna start coming to church, I'm gonna start reading the Bible, I, I'm gonna gonna become a Christian, or I'm gonna come back to Christ because I've strayed away. Is that where you're at? Have you got a weight problem? Well, what causes a weight problem? Well, let's talk about being overweight. Now, some people will say it may be hormonal, it may be genetic. Uh, let me tell you. Now, can genetics contribute to having a bigger body? Uh, can it contribute to maybe the propensity to gain weight? I suppose it probably could. But when somebody becomes really overweight, it's because almost always, almost every time, it's because they're not eating right. They're eating too much or too much of the wrong kinds of food. We understand that. So in order to, in order to get over that kind of weight problem, being overweight, they have to change the way they eat. They have to change their lifestyle. They have to make up their mind and make the commitment. Now, Felix, he may have simply been indecisive. Have you ever seen a waiter... Uh, sent a waiter away at a restaurant because you couldn't make up your mind as to what to order off the menu. Too many choices, right? <laughs> well, so we, we tell the waiter, well, can, can you give me a couple minutes? And the waiter says, oh, sure, no problem. I'll be back. So after, you know, a few minutes, he comes back and, well, oh, I just can't decide. I'm trying to decide between this and this and this. You know, can give me a couple more minutes. And we keep doing that. And, but ultimately, we have to make up our mind, don't we? We have to decide. Well, like many people, Felix may have been unable to bring himself to a definite decision. Although it probably worked on him, what he was hearing from Paul, the teaching he was getting probably worked on him a whole lot. But he never came to the point, as far as we can tell, of making up his mind. James wrote in James chapter 1 and verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. James 1 and verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Now, being double-minded means wavering, uncertain, doubting, divided in interest. And that, that understanding of being divided in interest might mean, yeah, yeah, I, I I keep going back and forth. I know what I need to do, but I keep going back into sin. I yeah, I know I need to I need to repent, but I what I, I I keep on getting into this particular line of sin. In Matthew chapter six and verse twenty four, Matthew six and verse twenty four, Jesus said no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, now, don't get all caught up in whatever mammon means there. He's simply saying what, repeating in, a, in different wording what he said to begin with. No one can serve two masters. You are either, right now, walking with God or you're walking by the lead of the devil. There's no middle ground. There's no third choice. There's no in-between. Now, how do you know? Don't, don't just say knee-jerk. I, I'm, I'm walking with God. Really? Are you living by his teachings in the Bible? Well, uh, I know I need to make some changes, but I'm, I'm walking with God. No, 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 look. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments, John 14 and verse 15. John the apostle wrote, in First John chapter five, he repeated that same standard. He said, He said, "By this we know, uh, or, or for this is the love of God that we keep His commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Are you keeping, I'm not talking about just those original Ten commandments. I'm talking about all of the commandments written down for us in God's word are you living by God's word? Only if you're living by God's word, are you truly walking with God? If you're still messing around in sinfulness, James says in James chapter 4 and verse 7, you've got to make up your mind. He said, submit to God. And in submitting to God, he said, resist the devil, he will flee from you. Now, how do I resist the devil? I submit to God through his word, through his teachings. He goes on in the next verse and says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. See, you've got to get away from the idea that I can walk with the devil. And you probably say, well, I'd never walk with it. If you're living in sinfulness, you're walking with the devil. Again, there's no middle ground. You're either walking with God, living according to the teachings of his word consistently, or if you're not doing that, then you're walking with the devil because you're sinning. You're sinning by not walking with God according to his teachings. James wrote in James chapter James chapter 4. We looked at James chapter 4 just a moment ago, but let's go a little further down. He says, when we pick up with verse 13, he says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Let's say you're 30 years old now. How long ago does it seem that you were 12 years old? Or let's say you're 55 years old now. You remember when you were 30? Doesn't seem like 20 or 25 years ago, does it? And what about if you're, if you're 65 years now? Uh, seems like almost yesterday when you were maybe 17 or 18, doesn't it? Or 20 or 25? See, our life is like a vapor in comparison to eternity. It's, it's just barely a snap of the fingers. We're here for a little time, and then we vanish away. We, we pass from this physical life. James goes on and says, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now that means we're going to have to submit our will to God's will. But now you boast in your arrogance, all such boasting is evil, James says. And then look at verse 17. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin, and that's called the sin of omission. Felix knew he needed to make a change there based upon what he was learning from Paul. If he believed the word of God, he knew he needed to make a change, but he kept putting it off. He had that kind of a weight problem, W-A-I-T we never see where he got over that problem. Well, to know what is good, what is right to do and not do it, from that spiritual perspective, that's sin, James says. And James is writing God's word. Are you struggling with a weight problem? We'll look a little bit further next time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for loving us. Help us to understand that we cannot walk with you and still live in sin at the same time. Help us, Father, to make up our minds, to make the commitment, to be determined, to stop waiting to come to you, to get over that kind of weight problem, Father. Help us. Guide us. Instruct us. Encourage us. Please, we pray. Please, Father, we pray at this time. Please, Father, forgive us and hear our prayer.